from the Newstalk ZB Newsroom. This is News Fix. Good morning, I'm Neva Redimanu, and this is your morning News Fix for Thursday, 31st of March. In this update, Air New Zealand has laid out its plan for the future, but predicts there are still bumpy skies ahead. Our national carrier has unveiled a recapitalisation package aimed to strengthen its balance sheet and pay back its government loan. A staggering $1.2 billion rights offer of ordinary shares will be issued, plus $600 million of redeemable shares for the Crown. Chief Executive Greg Foran says capacity is only expected to return to 90% of pre-COVID levels by the 2025 financial year. But he says domestic and short-haul international demand is expected to recover more quickly, with increases in late 2022 and 2023. Aviation commentator Irene King told Kate Hawksby, Air New Zealand really doesn't have any option. The fallback is for the government to inject more money and then it brings into the whole question of whether Air New Zealand shouldn't be nationalised. A historic day for the capital. Vehicles are now able to use transmission gully after years of delays and budget blowouts. The road will make journeys up to 15 minutes shorter for about 25,000 vehicles a day. New Zealand recorded the highest rate of deaths from melanoma worldwide in 2020. A study by international scientists in JAMA Dermatology reveals 325,000 melanoma cases were recorded globally in 2020. 57,000 patients died, with rates highest in New Zealand and Australia, followed by Western and Northern Europe and North America. Medical oncologist Chris Jackson says we need to invest in prevention and awareness. The sun is a very powerful carcinogen and we can prevent skin cancers by ensuring that we're sun smart, which is what we all know, but it's what we're all pretty poor at doing. Defence Force personnel have been told not to attend public Anzac Day commemorations due to COVID-19. They will instead attend commemorations on camps and bases. A spokesperson says the overriding priority during the pandemic is keeping personnel healthy and ready to respond when needed. A step forward in the Scott-based redevelopment, with the first piece of infrastructure arriving in Antarctica. The new long-term science building will support multiple long-running science experiments. Some of these have continued uninterrupted since 1957, when Sir Edmund Hillary and his team set up at Scott Base. Scott-based redevelopment project director John Ager says that the redevelopment will allow for world-leading science. We'll have the facilities for us to maintain all our specialist vehicles and equipment and to run the whole base. So three large modules, very sort of science, space age, incredibly well designed and uh, quite iconic, I think, for New Zealand. Shane Warne has been remembered in a star-studded state memorial in Melbourne. Held at the MCG last night, a panel of cricket greats Alan Border, Nessa Hussein, Mark Taylor, Merv Hughes and Brian Lara spoke fondly of Warne. Musical performances included Sir Elton John, Coldplay's Chris Martin, Robbie Williams, Ed Sheeran and John Stevens. Friends shared memories and his brother Jason and children Summer Jackson and Brooks spoke the final farewells. In sport, Ollie Sale has withstood 36 shots at his goal with 11 on target to help Wellington to a 3-0 away win over Brisbane in football's A-League, moving the Phoenix to fourth on the table. Australia's dominance at the Cricket World Cup has continued. Their 305 for three against the West Indies in the semi-final at Wellington resulted in a 157-run win to earn a spot in the decider. And Warriors boss Cameron George is calling for each of the club's NRL games to be played in New Zealand next year, after three seasons on the road due to the pandemic.